Turn with me to the book of Genesis, the 37th chapter. We'll be reading verses 5 through 10. Amen. Let us read. And Joseph dreamed a dream, and he told it to his brethren. And they hated him yet the more. And he said unto them, Here I pray ye, this dream which I have dreamed. For behold, we are binding sheaves in the field. And lo, my sheave arose and stood, stood upright. And behold, your shoe stood around about and made obeisance to my sheaf. And his brethren said unto him, Shalt thou indeed reign over us? Or shalt thou indeed have dominion over us? And they hated him yet the more for his dream and his words. And yet another dream. And he told his brother. And he said, Oh, I dreamed a dream and more. And behold, the sun and the moon and the eleven stars made obeisance to me. And he told it to his father and his, his brethren. And his father rebuked him and said unto him, What is this dream that thou hast dreamed? Shall I and thy mother and thy brothers indeed come to bow down in the altar? Amen. May they want you bow your heads all over the building. Most Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus, we pray for this congregation right now. We bind every spirit of hindrance right now. We ask you, O oh God, to strengthen us, we pray right now. Come against every attack of the enemy. We rebuke him right now. Lord, we pray that you, God, according to your word, strengthen us and keep us, Lord. In this fine hour right now, help us, O oh God, to build ourselves up on our most holy faith, O oh God. In the name of Jesus. Pray that you give your manservant clear dear thought, wisdom, knowledge, and understanding. These and many other blessings we ask in Jesus' name. And everyone said, Amen. You may be seated. When you look at these scriptures you would have to know that what Joseph was given had to come from God. And the only way you can understand it is looking at it in hindsight rather than looking at it straight on. We have a tendency to have problems. Incidentally, the subject this morning 
is trust the process. We have problems in trusting the process that God has given to make accomplishments of the things that he's giving us to do. So when you look back at some of the things that God has told you and some of the things that God has called you to do and you have an issue with how God gets you to move in the direction that he is guiding you to go in in order for you to be able to do what he has given you to do. That's why it's a danger in trying to get somebody else to validate what God has given you. It's a danger in trying to get somebody to get excited about what God has given you to do. Because number one, you don't know exactly what it is he's called you to do. All you have is a word from the Lord. But the process of getting there may blow your mind. So when you look at the fact that when you've got to learn how now to trust God to be able to do what God said to do. And, and for most of us, that is a word that is far from us. Because one thing that the enemy has made sure of, that we don't really trust Nobody. Ah, do I have anybody in the room? Ah, you was raised in disappointments and folks have constantly let you down. And can you imagine God save you now and bring you to the house of God and tell you, you've got to trust me. And that's foreign from our mind because we were taught that you don't put your trust in nobody. But I, may I remind you, God is not like man and he don't lie. God is not like man that he don't purposely disappoint. God is not like man that he don't leave you searching in the midst of the time that you need him the most. He is right there. I believe it was David said he is a very present help in the time of trouble. So you must understand that when you are given an assignment by God and I purposely I don't believe that nobody God called into the church is not been given something to do by God and it's not to work your own ministry and it ain't to serve fish and loaves you may choose to serve the fish and loaves we have a problem with being busy so that we won't
don't have to do the assignment that God has called us to do. We start pursuing glamour and we start pursuing folks' opinion. But sometimes God wants you to get low down and dirty. Get just as dirty as it takes to get the job done. Oh, I wish I had a church. When we look at all the things that we have gone through and we have had the audacity to tell folks, honey, if that was me, I wouldn't take that. But you haven't been called by God to do that. If it was me, I wouldn't even give it a second thought. But you haven't been called by God to get it done. We have all these different problems in our psychic to keep us from moving when God say move have you noticed the kind of uh, excuses you come up with when it come down to God I'm busy I'm tired I know but you're just lazy I should have got a round of applause right there have you noticed how lazy we are when it come down to God can you imagine if the sun came up three hours later this morning we would wonder oh my God what is going on can you imagine whatever the Arkansas River decide it's going over God and come over its banks and get into your house and flood your house out then say I was just taking a stroll now let me go back to being the river can you imagine saints of God if we keep allowing ourselves not to hear what thus serve the Lord and we don't trust that God is going to get done what God wants done I wish I had a church can I remind you when you dream and you wake up I wonder what the Lord was talking about dummy you can't hear him while you wake that's why he had to put you to sleep so he can talk to you or do I have some folks in the house if you try if you learn to listen while you awake he can give his beloved sweet sleep oh I wish I had a church hallelujah to God so here you see Joseph oh Joseph now gotta learn how to trust God even when he begin to tell his dream because it's unpopular to do what God wants you to do folks are supposed to love you 
you when it come down to doing what God has told you to do. Here you see it with David. I mean Joseph. Daddy, Joseph was daddy's favorite. You look early on the scripture said Jacob loved him some Joseph. But he didn't love what God was going to do with Joseph. Oh, can I talk to some of you that are envious? Some of you that are bitter about what God is doing. And some of your brothers and sisters lie. You just mad because it ain't you. You didn't dream the dream. God didn't validate it through you. You got a chip on your shoulder. But I like what God did. He let the brothers, all 11 of them, you live with your chip. I'm still going to do what I'm going to do with Joseph. He told daddy, you may not feel like you're going to bow. But oh buddy, you're going to bow. And when that day comes, you're going to be glad to bow. Do I have a church? A whole lot of folk has set themselves up for a miserable life. Because God chose you. The Y-O-U he chose. Hallelujah to God. I can see Joseph all excited. He probably had to go to God. Lord, I must have misinterpreted something. But can I tell you, that's the plan of the enemy. Trying to keep you from doing what it is God puts you on earth in 2023 to do. Hallelujah to God. I'm here now. I might as well preach. Hallelujah to God. It ain't about you. It's about me and God. And I realize a whole lot of folk don't want to trust God. And a whole lot of folk are mad at you because you trust God. Hallelujah to God. What does it mean to trust in the Lord? To trust the Lord means more than just believe. He is who he is. And what he says, the word he comes. For trust also means confidence. Where is your confidence in God? A whole lot of a sign to live this Christian life. But we don't have no confidence in the God that we say we serve. 
Look at it. You're so easily to get mad. Your assignment didn't come from nobody but God. You're so easily to quit. Look at it. Your assignment didn't come from nobody but God. You easily get in your feelings and take your little bubbles and go home and powder. But where did your assignment come from? It didn't come from man. It came from God. I feel like preaching this morning. In a whole lot of folk have forfeited their calling because they don't trust God. Hallelujah to God. I've learned in my life where to come hell or high water. I'm going to trust God. My salvation is based on no man. I'm going on the last word that I got from God. Is there anybody in the house? Hallelujah to God. Just cause you don't understand what somebody told you. Or you don't understand what God has said. Can I tell you? Like the whole church said. Keep on living. Hallelujah to God. What I've come to learn that the devil comes to kill, steal, and to destroy. He's after every word that God told you. He ain't after no word that your friend told you. Folks told you in your rebellion, but everything God told you, the devil's trying to steal. Some of us are so stupid, so gullible, and so irresponsible to the word of God that we follow after. What I've learned, a lot of times my feelings don't add up with God, cause ain't no flesh and blood going to inherit the kingdom of God. If you can think it, it ain't about the kingdom. Hallelujah to God. Where is your confidence this morning? Hallelujah. Trust is to consider an allegiance or belief in a being. Do you really believe Jesus? 
Jesus is who he said he is. Do you really believe that he is the Savior? Can I add your mouth will say one thing, but you will act another. Stop checking your mouth and check your actions. You believe less than what you think. Hallelujah to God. The Bible said you can tell the tree by the fruit it bears. Now what's on your tree? I might as well preach a while. And we wonder why we don't get the successes. And we wonder why trouble keeps troubling you. You don't trust God enough to go through like God wants you to go through and you gonna keep on going through just stay with me a little while longer look at Mary upon learning from the angel Gabriel that she was gonna conceive Jesus notice her response was with trust let it be according to thy word hold on for your clap I got a monkey to put on your back hallelujah to God absent and not present in the house of God in your mind out there in the world you don't trust God and that's why the devil is consuming your mind and tormenting your body cause you trust him in the arms of flesh and flesh is going to fail every time Back 
Christ Jesus. Who's your master? Hallelujah, God. God sent me to remind you. You're going to love one and hate the other. Job from job to job. And you tell me you're a believer. And you left God to go after things and still try to validate it. Every time you come to the house of God, hallelujah to God, you don't trust the process that God put all his children through. I might as well preach. Is there anybody out there want to be blessed by God? Hallelujah to God. He kept his eyes on Jesus. And he trusted him. He said, Lord, if you bid me to come, you know what we're saying by action. Lord, I know it's you. But I don't want to come. I want to stay where I am. But can I tell you, if you stay where you are, he's not coming where you are. You got to go out to meet him. I feel like preaching. Then, then, then. Let me give you several reasons to trust God. God is faithful and never leave us nor forsake us. That's in Deuteronomy 31 and 6. But let me add, because we quit the lie on God in 2023. How you going to get God's favor and we have worse than the sinner whom God has pronounced a curse on you can't get the blessing and the curse help me Holy Ghost God is our strong tower a refuge in the time of trouble Psalms 46 and 1 you mean to tell me you can't come and do what God wants you to do but yet he's a refuge in the time of trouble somebody's wrong but God is right hallelujah to God then God is forever present help in the time of need I don't know if you notice it but have you noticed now you got more needs now than you ever had 
if God allow us to miss one or two paychecks we ain't gonna make it we're behind the eight ball I don't know if you notice it now it's harder to be healthy and it's easier to be sick hallelujah to God and you are divided in your devotion one writer said how long will you hop between two opinions if God be God you serve him if Baal or the devil is your God get out of God's people way and go serve your devil hallelujah to God I promise you the church will keep on moving they that trust in the Lord with all their heart and don't lean to their own understanding in all their ways they acknowledge him and he will direct our path I don't care what's going on in the world God will cause us to go around it hallelujah to God my Bible records him as making a way in the wilderness hallelujah to God when you look at the life of Joseph Binding his sheaves, and he had him in a circle, and his brethren was bowing before him. Can I? You ain't got no problem dreaming, but you just don't want to do the work. Do I have anybody's attention? Hallelujah to God. I don't know why we believe this lie. God is going to do everything. And we don't have to do nothing. Number one, that's a lie. My Bible tells the church, you got to save yourself from this untoward generation, from this world full of crooked folk, from the church that's full of crooked saints. Hallelujah to God. I might as well preach. Your flesh don't like it. Mine don't either. But my soul says feed me. Hallelujah to God. I want you to realize Joseph dreamed at least six times and sometimes in the dream or at least four times or two times rather 
interpretation between there need no interpretation. Why are you trying to interpret small self when God is talking to you about you? You need somebody. You need a diviner. Somebody that knows how to use the symbolism in the dream to tell you what your soul already knows. You don't know where the hell out of the house of God in your in denial of the fact the dream belongs to you. Hallelujah to God. So Joseph interpreted a few dreams. He interpreted the dream of the butler. He interpreted the dream of the baker. Then he interpreted the two dreams of Pharaoh. We like it when God uses us like that. But it don't stop there. Because now we're in denial that there is a process. Hallelujah. Y'all making me skip, but I might as well get there. A process is a series of actions and steps taken in order to achieve a particular goal. How many of you came out your mama's womb ready to live your life independent of your mama. Hallelujah to God. You fool. You still needed your mama's milk. That's where your nourishment was. In your mama's breast. Where were you were going to get the things you needed for life? I feel like preaching here. And then you think you don't need God. How big of a fool do you want to be? There is a process. We don't come in holiness. Already grown in God. You're 70 plus. You're on your way back to your childhood. And you don't know Making a whole lot of uh, um, food 
first mistakes uh, if we don't change them uh, you never ever see God uh, so there is a process uh, that we all have to go through uh, like it or not uh, God's going to make sure uh, you go through the process it also spiritually processing the Bible is Christian spiritual formation formation rather it is a process of being conformed to the image of God or the image of Christ for the glory of God and for the sake of others watch out now Let's deal with that. You look so much like you. You can't even recognize God in his character. Because you are so content with not even acting like God. God is merciful. You want to cast judgment on everybody you see. And you ain't gonna get no mercy when you run into God. Cause he said, blessed are the merciful, for they shall obtain mercy. If you don't give none, you ain't gonna get none. Hallelujah to God. And you patting your flesh just as content at not being transformed by the renewing of your mind won't let God in so God can change your mind change me Lord I don't want to recognize my own self I don't want to justify who I was or who I am now. Change me, oh God. I believe David said it like this. Creating me a clean heart. Renew the right spirit in me. Hallelujah to God. We don't want to go through the process. Hallelujah to God. We don't want to be conformed in his image or in his likeness. So we justify. They made me mad. You're lying on everybody. You need to tell the truth on you. You're crazy. You're forfeiting your birthright. Don't ever talk about Esau. He turned it down for methopoise. And we turned it down for a lie. Hallelujah to God. So the spiritual formation is the Holy Ghost who 
guides us on an ongoing journey toward the union with God. You brag about speaking in tongues, but when you gonna let the tongue get down to your feet so you can walk in tongues, when you gonna let it get in your hand so you can work in tongues, when you gonna let it get in your mind so you can think in tongues. Hallelujah to God. We use this as an excuse when we have found something wrong in our life. Lord, please be patient with me. God ain't through with me yet. You're going to be in some bad shape when he do get through. You don't plan on changing. Help me, Lord. So we look at it's a series of steps. You got to put one foot in front of the other. I remember the song back in the days of bowling. Hallelujah to God. The song says, Mr. Big Stuff, who do you think you are? We're still trying to be big in the house of God. You got to become little so God can raise you up. You got to come down low instead of thinking the world and the church owe you something. Don't nobody owe you nothing. I remember my mama used to tell us you think somebody owe you? Don't nobody owe you nothing. If you want it, work for it. If you want a better relationship with God, W-O-R-K for it. God ain't blessing you because you think you look good. Because you stink. Our righteousness is as filthy rags. A woman's sanitary napkin. And all those of you that love that keep a living. You're going to smell worse in hell. God worked with processes. Just in case you didn't know. He spoke the word in the beginning. But the word worked the process. Until he got an earth. And you trying to get through here without going through the process? Can I tell you? God ain't going to have a freak of nature. Anything outside of him. But you know what the world is doing? The world is creating stuff outside of God's natural process. Do you not know that you can grow vegetables without soil? 
That's outside of God's process. God didn't call a, a, a tree or a plant from water. He called it from the earth. I guarantee you there's no nutrients there. He called a fish out of the water. They can't survive on land. That's God's process. Now how many of you going to be smarter than God? You better check yourself. Come on, Pastor. He works in step and processes toward a promise. Now notice. You think God is dealing with you about what's the way according to what's going on in the earth? No. He's dealing with you about what he told you he's gonna do in your life. It has nothing to do with what's going on in the world, who your neighbor is, is what God promised to do in you, and you don't like the process. Uh, I'm down where I can ride. You're fighting God about the promise he made you not the promise he made me you are bucking against God by what he told you you shouted that day I didn't shout you rejoice that God said what he said now it's time for you to put up and pay the piper hang on with me huh? Got some points in my mind. Come on, Pastor. He is in the transformation process in your life, and you don't like it. Uh-huh. That's your problem. Well. God ain't gonna stop. He's on the transformation process in your life, and you're mad at the world. That's too bad. He still ain't gonna stop. Because he made a promise to you. And he didn't ask you, oh, you're going to like this process that I take. No, the devil and his mama the lie. He don't have to like what's going on. You have to go through. Yeah, oh, I'm, I'm riding now. I'm riding in slow motion. Riding in slow motion. God has a journey. And God has a destination. It ain't God's fault that you got lazy and sluggish along the way because you're unmotivated to keep trusting God. Every sermon that come off the pulpit ain't coming to motivate you. It's come to shock you into a reality. You ain't where you're supposed to be and you need to get it in gear. Because you ain't doing nothing but running out of time. The scriptures tell us that the steps of a man are ordered by the Lord. Woo, go and shout now. Woo, that sounds good. But you don't like it when the steps get hard. You don't like it when you got to step over stuff. 
You don't like it when you see how the rebellion in you, where you got to pick up your leg in order to get to, but you got to get to where God wants you to go. If you don't, guess what? It's going to be hell to tell the captain. So, why does God process us? God entrusts us with a trial because he's using us for his glory. You forgot the devil done told God that you ain't worth saving. Don't prove him right. The devil done told God you ain't no good. Look at your past and don't look at your future. Don't prove God right. Don't prove God right. The devil done told God you gonna turn around on God. The only serving you for the fish and loaf. They're only serving you for benefits. You don't know that's all we talk about is the benefits. That's the whole purpose of our praise service, the benefits. Woo, the benefits. Oh, we want to give God thanks. Woo, I'm feeling good today. Every day ain't going to be a good day because you got to be processed. Might as well preach. I might all break out in a teach because some of y'all still looking confused. So we don't take courage in what he's doing. The doctor said you're gonna die. But God said your latter day is gonna be greater than your former day. You done shuck up your whole family, and you still ain't going nowhere. Because God ain't going to take you nowhere. And then you go back a month later, oh, we ain't found nothing. You got to trust the process. You know what I found out about God? He'll either bless you in it, bless you through it, or bless you anyhow. So I prefer anyhow blessing. If he ain't going to take it away, I prefer a anyhow blessing any day. And we cry. No, you just don't trust the process. One writer says to be absent from the body is to be present with the Lord. You don't trust the process. Death is a door to get to the Lord. You don't want to die. You don't want to trust the process. And if it's time for you to go, we can put a chain, we can set a bulldozer in front of your door, death going to come in there and take you out. But we don't trust the process. The Bible says for God to say a thing is for God to do a thing. When are you going to let God do what he said? We're now, right now, on, you know what I've, uh, God has taught me? If you're afraid, fear is more powerful than your praise. Mm -hmm. 
You done already told your mind it's going to be there. You done already defeated the power of God from coming in. Because now fear is your master. And the, most of the folks in the kingdom of God now, it, fear has become their master. God said, I didn't give you the spirit of fear. But can I ask you a question? Why do you keep going picking it up? Fear has become our master. And we don't want to trust the process. So, God is supposed to change our mind. Shape and mold us into new people. But you even brag about how you're the same. God is the only one that's supposed to be the same. Yesterday, today, and forevermore. You ain't talking about how God done got nothing out of you. So there's a problem. If you can't recognize no change and know that the old man is keep coming back, you got some issues. You won't go through the process. Instead of being focused on results, gains, and success, focus on doing what's right. And that's what the church seemed to have lost. What is right? We have lost our integrity in the house of God. We've lost our integrity with God as a modern day Christian. Not resembling the word of God, but resembling the culture that we're living in. Not mimicking God, but mimicking the flow that is in the world more so than God. No wonder Jesus looked at his disciples and said, you act like your father's. The devil. It's bad when we start acting like our father, the devil, is supposed to be our ex-father. We were adopted. Jeremiah said, and we love this one. I know that there is not a promise. Knowing that it is not a promise to immediately rescue us from the hardship of suffering, but rather a promise that God has a plan. Remember the scripture: "I have a plan for you." Ooh, ha! But you don't want to go through the process, so you can't get the plan without going through the process. You are aborting your mission. You're stopping God from doing what God wants to do. You are. Amen. Can't nobody stop him but you. 
Regarding the current situation, he can work through it to prosper us and to give us hope. Most folk in the church have lost hope. We have lost our hope for a better future. We've lost our hope for tomorrow. And we're miserable. Oh, I don't know. Is it going to be in the bread tomorrow? God going to be there. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not concerned about it. I know in heaven he know how to make bread. He can send something down here to me. He sent something to somebody else. And my Bible says he is no respect of person. And I'm sure going to be asked him. And I'm not going to be disappointed if he don't. If he say his grace is sufficient and it made perfect in my time of weakness, weak I am. But I'm going to still say, Lord, it sure would have been nice to have some bread. What does it mean to trust the process spiritually? Try as I might, I can no longer remain in what I know. You got to give up what you know, what you think you know. Uh Your flesh has lied to you. It don't want you moving forward in God. And it ain't going to let you move forward in God unless you push it out the way. Isn't it amazing? You want to know why folk call you and try to get you out of doing what God wants you to do? About talk you out of the kingdom of God? You leave, but you don't want nobody to be talking that you done left, so you go on a sabbatical? I'm going, but I'm coming back. I'll come back when I get ready. Kingdom don't work like that. You better know if God didn't tuck you back. You've got to have faith that there is a divine plan moving through you in your life at every moment. If you run into a stop sign on a Monday and you walked away, God bless you. Now you need to slow your dusty tail down so you can stop in time. Because it could have killed you. God has still promised to save you and he has saved you. You leave a place and a gunman come in there after you done left. Then God told you he was going to keep you. It ain't his fault that you didn't understand what God told me he going to keep me. And you didn't realize he was forewarning you that death was going to be somewhere, but I'm going to keep you in spite of where death is. You mad because the kids made you late. They saved your life. 
because that's what God wanted them to do to save your life. Get mad at the wrong thing here. You preach. Instead of trying to rush the process, you know, the devil got us in a hurry. And we ain't going nowhere. Have you ever asked yourself, why am I driving so fast? Why am I just, why ain't nobody, I ain't in no hurry. I'm in the fast lane, and then I'm mad at folks that, why, get out the way. For what? There's another nobody in the right lane, the far right lane, or the far left lane. You could have easily changed lanes. Some of the stuff we're doing is not making sense because the devil's trying to get us to rush so that we can get into some trouble. The Bible says, patience, with patience possess ye your soul. We're about to lose it with speed. You don't trust the process. The process of the promise is straightforward. God ain't trying to hide nothing.